morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. I am so glad to have you along with me today as we get into the Word of God. People join us from around the United States and, and other parts of the world as we look into the Word of God. Today, we are talking about spiritual gifts and specifically, why would anyone not use their spiritual gift? Why is this even controversial? Sadly to say it is. As Christians, we are more than happy to talk about how God has given us the gift of salvation. As a matter of fact, this is central to our message, is that our God is a God of generosity. Our God is a giver. Our God has given us the greatest gift of all in the gift of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the gift of eternal life through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We boast about this. We don't boast in our own works, our own efforts, our own religion. We boast in the grace of God that gives us the gift of eternal life. But God's generosity doesn't end there. God has also given each one of us gifts, abilities, power to do the things that he wants us to do. And somehow when we enter into this realm Though it can become a little controversial to say this, to talk about I have a gift in teaching or I have a gift in missions or I have a gift in giving or serving or mercy or whatever, I have a gift in leadership. Some of these things can become a bit more controversial. Why is that? I'd like to give you a few reasons I think maybe today. Number one, obviously, we have a spiritual enemy. The spiritual enemy wants us to be ineffective. With the, our enemy is the devil. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. He, he really has no power over us other than the power to trick us, to deceive us, to get us to believe what he says instead of what God says. And so, we, so he will do his best to deceive us, to distract us, to keep us from utilizing the gift God has given us because he wants us to be ineffective. He's trying to undermine the kingdom of God. He's trying to undermine the work of God. He's trying to undermine the growth of the church, the advancement of the gospel. And so obviously he wants to render our gifts from God, the power God has given us, he wants to render that ineffective. I think there's a second reason we've got to be honest, and that is spiritual gifts have become controversial in my lifetime and, and somewhat throughout the, the history of the church, but particularly the 20th century, because of the what we'll call the more spectacular gifts, what some people would call the sign gifts. And specifically, you know, there are people who would say, you've got to speak in tongues or you're not saved. You don't have the Holy Spirit if you don't speak in tongues. Or obviously we know there's people with um, very successful ministries that are on TV or that, that have crusades and that do spectacular, miraculous things, and they become quite popular. And you know, there's a lot of question is how much of it's real, really real, how much of it's really of God, is some of it fake? There's definitely ones out there who are and who have been and who've taken advantage of people. And of course, we all know about this. So that's caused some people just want to stand back altogether. Because it's, I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole, they say. That's too controversial. That's, that's, um, and, and some of the false teaching there has caused others 
to react and fall away so, to to pendulum swing so far. I don't. They don't want to talk about it. I hope we get over those two issues. I hope we overcome satanic deception and say, wait a minute, I'm not going to let the devil get me distracted. And I hope we say, people may abuse any teaching of God. People abuse teaching of grace, pre teaching of freedom. Doesn't mean we stop talking about grace because people abuse it. Doesn't mean we, we stop talking about freedom because some people abuse it. We don't want to stop talking about spiritual gifts because some have abused them. So I think there's two other areas that we can fall into that probably people on listening to this live stream or later on the podcast are more likely to fall in. And that is number our third issue here is maybe a false humility. A feeling that to say I have a certain gift, it sounds like pride. It might sound like I'm trying to put myself forward. It's not humble. And God blesses the humble. God calls particularly leaders to be humble. And we, we, uh, we, we may fear that we're not being humble if we say this. Now, it's interesting. Paul says this about himself, doesn't he? I mean, many of Paul's letters, he, in, he introduces by saying he is a bondservant of Christ. There's his humility. But he also says he's an apostle of Jesus Christ. And he doesn't consider that to be proud. To acknowledge how God has gifted him. To acknowledge what God has given him. He says in Timothy, God has appointed me as a preacher and a teacher. God has given me this gift. God has given me this stewardship. God has given me this responsibility. Dare I say, this is an area where you, it can be proud, of course, to, to, if we boast of what God has given us. But if we see it in humility, as God has given me a gift for the purpose of serving Him. And of course, we don't think it's proud that we boast of God's the gift of salvation. Matter of fact, we realize it's just the opposite. We're realizing that in, when it comes to salvation, Pride would say, I earned it myself. Pride would say, I, I've got my own salvation. I, my own works gain me this standing with God. It's humility to say, no, my works weren't sufficient. I needed the gift of gr and the grace of God to forgive me and give me something I did not deserve. Likewise, your spiritual gift. It's not something you deserve, my friends. It's something God sovereignly gives us. So we saw yesterday in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 12 that God sovereignly, the Holy Spirit gives gifts to whom he wishes. Now, we certainly work to develop our gift. We certainly work to uh, take it to greater levels. Of, but we are what we are by the grace of God. Never, ever forget it. It's not pride to say that the gift God has given you is something he has given you and to embrace it and to even declare it, God has given me the gift of, you fill in the blank and say, because of that, because God gave me this gift, I want to use it. I want to be effective in the kingdom. I'm going to be grateful for the gift God gave me, not wishing I had something else. I'm going to be grateful for what God gave me, and I'm going to become excellent, excellent at the gifting God has given me. I'm going to use that gift to build his church, to build his kingdom, to advance his gospel. God gave me that gift. I'm going to use it. 
And that leads into a related to humility. Leaders are to be humble and leaders are to be servants. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 20, and starting with verse 24, there were two brothers, you know, they, um, they were heading into Jerusalem, and the mom said, hey, Jesus, when you come into your kingdom, can my two sons, can they, uh, who were they, the sons of Zebedee, can they sit your right and your left hand on your throne? And, and Jesus said, you know, you don't know what you're asking about, and so on, some controversy ensued. And the other disciples got a little indignant. What's this going on? What's this politicking for position here? They didn't like it. And Jesus had some instruction and some teaching to give him from this. Very common and very important. And if you're in leadership or aspiring to leadership, or let's broaden that, if you're a Christian, this really matters. Verse 24, Matthew 20. And hearing this, the ten became indignant with the two brothers. And Jesus called them to himself and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. It is not this way among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Years ago, in our church movement, uh, one of the leaders and founders, there was a conference. He was the main speaker. Boy, was he on fire. He was teaching. His teachings were moving the whole audience. He's a very, very gifted speaker, very gifted teacher, very devoted Christian man. And one of the, at this conference, we were, you know, all together at a camp or something and we were having meals and we'd stay there. And a story that became legendary was after one of the meals one night, he was seen in the kitchen washing the dishes. After the meal, people were out sitting at the tables and they were, you know, they were fellowshipping and talking and he had gone into the kitchen and was washing the dishes. And this was admirable and this exhibit of servant leadership. And this left an indelible mark on many of us leaders in our movement to say, wow, we're gonna be servants. We're not above doing the simplest of jobs. We don't demand to be the star up on the stage. We, don't, we're, we think sometimes our true spirituality is tested by are we willing to go in the kitchen and do the dishes or do the job anyone can do because we want to be the slave of all and, and set that example. And that was, a, that was a powerful example. It reminded me of how Jesus was willing in John 13 to wash the feet of the disciples. At a time, a lowly, a lowly job that others should have done, but nobody did, and he stepped forward and did it. And Jesus set that example. Him being the Lord, the teacher, was the servant of all. But at the risk of being um, taking away from this greatness, and I don't want to take away from it. I don't, but I would say this. I don't know that a, a leader who's gifted as a teacher should make the focus of his serving something like washing the dishes. Why? Because God has given him, he, he needs to focus where has God gifted him, teaching. And he needs to give himself to being the best teacher possible. And there are all plenty of other people who may have a gift in serving or gift of helps, or, or they may not even know their spiritual gift yet. And there has to be opportunity for them to serve and to help in, in that way as well. 
So while I don't want to be critical at all of what was happening, certainly not of Jesus washing feet or of this brother washing dishes, what I do want to say is that if you're in spiritual leadership or if you're the place where you've grown and you really know your gift, make sure that be willing to serve in all things at all times. You're never above washing the dishes. Be willing to serve all things, all times, always. But could it be that, could it be that some people think that that's more spiritual? That this brother was more spiritual by washing the dishes than, than up on the stage speaking to us and challenging, feeding us the word of God, challenging us to serve the Lord and love the Lord with all of our heart? Could it be that the devil in his subtle schemes would like to get people operating in areas other than where they're the most gifted and the most effective because they think somehow that's greater servanthood, greater humility, more spiritual? It's possible. I do know brothers. I do know pastors. It seems like they're so they're willing to set up the chairs, help set up the equipment, haul equipment. They're working so hard. And to be honest, they're, they're, they're gifted in teaching, but they're teaching suffering. They're teaching suffering because they're so focused on serving in everything. They have become a jack of all trades, but not a master of the one where God gave them a gift. Be careful about that. Understand, I'm not saying don't serve. I'm saying serve in the area God has made you the most effective and leave opportunities for others to serve in the areas where God has made them effective. Our, our enemy is subtle. Our enemy, is, he's, he, he, he wants to trick us. And one way he'll trick us, one way he'll subtly get, distract us is by getting us to focus our attention in areas where we're not gifted and to think that that's more spiritual, the more right thing to do. Brothers and sisters, God, I say it again, God has given you some special gifts and abilities. Discover them. Don't, be, don't have a false humility that, that won't say what it is or won't acknowledge what it is. Serve always. Love always. Use your gift to serve, not to exalt yourself. Use your gift to serve others. And you'll find you'll be more effective. You'll be more fruitful. You'll be more happy. You'll be more energized. And you'll open doors and opportunities for others to serve as well. Okay? Father in heaven, we thank you again for the spiritual gifts, the special abilities you've given each one of us. I pray, Father, for every one of us here that we would have the humility to acknowledge what you've given us. It's not something that we, it's not because we're special. Just like you gave us the gift of salvation, you've given us a spiritual gift to serve you. I pray we'd acknowledge that, embrace it in humility. We would, we would uh, acknowledge, we'd declare it and say, this is what you've made me to be. This is the way, Father, that you've enabled me to have a special contribution. And Father, I pray for all of us that we would have the servant's heart and a humble heart to contribute in any way at all times. Lord, help us to be this way, that we'll serve any way at all times. But we're going to focus as much as possible. Lord, help us to learn how to focus on the areas where you've given us special grace. We want to have a big impact for your kingdom. 
We want to bear, you, you said in John 15, by this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and so glorify my Father's in heaven. We want to bear much fruit. We want to be a hundredfold Christians. And I pray, Lord, that we, in, we would learn how to operate in the giftedness you've given us so that we can be a hundredfold Christians. And again, Father, help us not become proud. It's only a gift. It's something we receive. Why would we boast as if we didn't receive it? It's something you've given us. We're not proud of it. We embrace it and we give you glory. Father, I pray today for each one of us to have this servant leadership spirit. I pray that we would not become any gift we have. We'd not exalt ourselves, but whatever gifts we have, we would use them to the edification of others, to inspire others, to encourage others, to bless others, to help others, to build up the body until we all reach the fullness of Christ, the unity of the Spirit, we pray, Father, for this. I pray for each one of us. Lord, make us, make, us more, make us more fruitful, more dynamic, more alive, more energized by the Holy Spirit than we've ever been. I pray that for each one of us. I pray that for me. I pray for each one who's joining me today. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you are blessed by this, and I hope God's helping you. I hope you share these messages with others. Put them on your social media. If you know someone who, who think of benefit by them, drop them an email and let them know. If you're new, welcome. Make sure you subscribe, hit the notify button. Join us every day. We're here live at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time every day, but then you can listen later on as well on YouTube or even the, the podcast where you can download and listen later on, on the Apple Spotify, or Google platforms. God bless you. I love you guys. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.